Welcome to Get Uncomfortable with Dakota and Shay, the podcast where we discuss why we enjoy seeking out challenges and how this stimulates personal and professional growth. The goal of this podcast is to help you learn to welcome adversity into your daily routine. Through discussion, we want to show you how seeking out challenges will help you grow in all areas of your life. We plan to cover topics such as surrounding yourself with the right people, the importance of physical exertion, learning new and difficult skills, and many others. We hope you enjoy the show. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, This is going to be a solo episode today. It's just going to be me. So what I wanted to do today was go over a post I put on my Facebook page. Uh, I think I put it on my Instagram as well. So we're just Enlightened Athlete on Instagram and just Shay McMaster on uh, Facebook. That's just my like my personal page, I guess. Um, I thought this would be a good time to bring this up too. We have been recording these episodes uh, through the audio, which you are listening to, but we've also been doing the video, which if you're seeing me point at you right now, you're watching, so thank you. Um, But with that being said, head over to our YouTube channel as well, and you are able to be notified when we post up new video components of this podcast as well so got audio and video going so head over to youtube it's just enlightened athlete um or make sure you're subscribing leave us a review on itunes follow us on spotify we're on iheart pandora share it with somebody tell a friend i love seeing uh the tags on instagram and facebook people are sharing when they're listening to this just posting a picture of it or posting a clip of it and then tagging myself or dakota in it or our enlightened athlete pages So keep doing that. We love to see it. I like to know that people are actually listening to this, so we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, Everybody that's downloaded already, we're almost at 200 downloads already, and it's not even been two weeks technically, I think, yet. So uh, thank you guys so much, uh, and I hope you enjoyed this episode as well. So I'm going to dive into this one right here. I just wanted to go a little bit deeper than I was able to on Facebook because I didn't feel like writing a book on the post. Um, The first one. This is five tips to improve your life. Uh, And I said start your week like a high performer. But basically, these are five tips to improve your life and live your life like a high performer would. Somebody who gets a lot of stuff done, a lot of the right shit done at the right time, so you're being very effective, not just busy. Right? We're trying to avoid the trap of busyness. Step one. This one has been huge for me. Uh, This one is plan out your day or your week in advance. So you should not be letting things come to you and happen as they happen. Like you should not be reactive every single day, every single week. You should know what's happening. The way I did this was I bought a planner. Uh, It's called the High Performance Habits Planner by Brendan Burchard, uh, which is a fantastic book, by the way, as well. So High Performance Habits, that's the book. But I have the planner, and I really, really like the planner because it allows you to set your mindset up for the day. There's 10 questions to go through and ask yourself, kind of get yourself prepared or excited for the day, what you need to work on, what you need to accomplish, the top three goals, top three uh, priorities that you need to get done. Um, And then it allows you to break up, literally write your day out, 30-minute chunks. So you should have those chunks like filled up, knowing what you're going to do. It shouldn't just be like, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go to work, we're going to see what happens. Like 6 to 6.30, uh, meditation. Uh, 6.30 to 7, coffee. Uh, 7 to 7.30, yoga or something. Stretching, exercise, right? Whatever that is for you. And then 8, okay, work meeting here, this and that. 9 to 10, I'm working with clients. 10 to 11, working with clients. 11 to noon, I am 
working on creative stuff. I'm working on content, working on marketing, working on books. But you should have that planned out in detail uh, with everything that you're doing. Okay, so that's perfect. And what I said on the post was uh, you should be planning out your meals, workout times, creative times, self-care, etc. Not flying by the seat of your pants. The time will not be presented. You must make the time. And that is key. I found that out too. So you think that everything's going to line up, it's going to be perfect, and somebody's just going to be like, hey, here's a block of two hours. When you've not had that in the last 10 years, do you think it's just going to uh, pop up someday? No, it is not going to pop up. You have to take that time for yourself. You have to make the time for yourself. It's there. You just have to prioritize. And planning out your week ahead of time, what you're going to eat, where you're going to eat, what you're going to do, when you're going to sleep, all that stuff, super important. Plan that out. Number two, set a consistent bedtime. This one is pretty self-explanatory. You need to pick a time that you are going to go to sleep. You need to pick the time that you are going to wake up, and you need to do that every single day. Okay, you do not deviate from that. Yes, even on the weekends, you set the time, you go to bed, and you wake up. You have discipline, and you get this done because it will help set your circadian rhythm. It's going to help you get a better night's sleep. Your body's going to know what to expect. It's going to help you recover from exercise, help you recover from stress, increase your immune system, improve your immune system. So, And that's like super important right now. Obviously, everybody's talking about that. What are the ways that we can improve our immune system? Get good sleep. You need to get good quality sleep. And I didn't say this in the post because I didn't want to go too deep, but you guys are going to get this here for listening to the podcast. Sleep hygiene is super important. Okay, so not just setting a time to get to bed. Let's say it's 10 o'clock and you're going to wake up at 6 o'clock. Don't just lay in bed and stare at your TV or your computer or your phone for an hour and a half. Just because you're in bed does not mean you are getting sleep, right? You need to have quality sleep. And the way to do that is to not have any screen time an hour before bed, to not eat a huge meal right before you lay down. Obviously, alcohol severely impacts the quality of your sleep, so reduce your alcohol intake as much as possible, especially close to bedtime, um, which is kind of unfortunate because most people like to drink at the end of the day, right? Ha! Especially on the weekends. So it will severely impact your sleep, though. Um, it, it lessens the quality greatly. Make sure you have a good bedtime routine. Make sure you're not super stressed. Find something to wind down. Like for me, I'll do 15 to 20 minutes of stretching or meditating or breath work at the end of the day. Uh, the other thing that most people don't think about is a cold shower. Sometimes a like 30 second to two minute, like not super ice cold shower, but a, a cool shower can help prepare your nervous system for sleep as well. Now, take that with a grain of salt because there are some people who can do that shower thing. Like for me, it helps me sleep hard. I sleep hard after I do a cold shower. Some people do the cold shower and they get too jacked up. Their nervous system gets too excited and they can't uh, get to sleep. So just be careful. Um, yeah, so set a consistent bedtime. That is number two. Number three, you need to get uncomfortable every day. I'm guessing the people that are listening to this or watching this probably don't have a huge issue with that because that's kind of our audience. That's our lane. Um, but I thought this was really important for people to hear. I think a lot of people overlook this one. Um, do something that makes you get uncomfortable. Do the difficult project at work. Make that call you've been avoiding. Hit a hard workout even though you don't want to. Take an ice bath or a cold shower, etc. Maybe it's meditating for some people. It's really uncomfortable to sit in silence and have to deal with your thoughts and emotions. So if that's uncomfortable for you, you need to sit and do that. Uh, you need to do something uncomfortable every day. You need to present yourself with artificial stress. So when real life stress, like a, a danger, a physical danger, uh, financial worries, something comes up where stress is real and imminent, you need to be able to deal with that properly. If you do not present yourself with artificial stress and learn how to navigate those waters of your nervous system in a stressful environment, you're not going to know how to do it when life really smacks you 
with it. Okay. So that's why I am such a big proponent of doing something that makes you uncomfortable every day. And, and this doesn't necessarily have to be physical. This could be, like I said, meditating. This could be making a phone call at work that you do not want to make, have the conversation with someone that you do not want to have that conversation with, uh, getting the hard thing done first, right? They call that swallowing the frog right away. So in the morning, when you get to work, you do the one thing you know you don't want to do. You've been putting off. You've been procrastinating it because you're like, shit, this is a project I don't want to mess with right now. Get it done right away. The rest of your day will be better. So that was the uncomfortable thing. You're actually getting your work done. You're getting the hard thing done first. So the rest of the day is going to be better because you don't have that, that weight looming over you all day long. So get uncomfortable every day. That's number three. Number four, eat real food. Uh, by the time you see this, uh, there will be a post up on my Facebook page uh, about food. Krispy Kreme is running a promotion right now where they are giving out a free donut every day to somebody who is vaccinated for 2021, for the remainder of 2021. So if you get the vaccine, the COVID vaccine is what we're talking about. This is what the Krispy Kreme is promoting. They'll give you a free donut every single day. This is insane. This is counterproductive. This is an attack on your health. I'm just going to say that. I know that sounds blunt, but it truly is. The fact that the media is pushing this so hard, the fact that friends and family that I see are sharing this and are excited about it and think it's ha 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 so funny. It's not funny. The leading causes of death currently in right now in the middle of the pandemic are heart disease and cancer. Okay? So that is in the pandemic. That is beating coronavirus. Heart disease and cancer. Both of those in some form, are fueled by sugar, right? Cardiometabolic diseases. Um, cancer, There's, it's not necessarily. But uh, we know that if you have lower health and you eat tons of processed food, you don't exercise, you don't take care of yourself, you're at a higher risk for cancer. Uh, smoking obviously increases cancer. That's not taking care of yourself. Um, heart disease, obese, overweight people, people with diabetes, all of that comes from excess calories, lack of movement, too much processed food. We know that now. I don't hear anybody talking about like, hey, if you get the vaccine, we'll give you a free gym membership, right? There's so much data coming out. And if you don't believe me, listen to the last episode showing that if you are healthier overall, if you have more metabolic health, you have more exercise, out, uh, exercise output capacity, uh, regularity in your life, you are less likely to be severely impacted, hospitalized, uh, get on a ventilator from anything let alone the virus. So the fact that they are putting out a, a promotion that is counterproductive in every form to give people free donuts if you get the vaccine. Are they trying to promote public health because promoting donuts and sugar-filled shit is not promoting public health? It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, that, that one gets me fired up. So number four, this is going to change your whole life if you can do this. Eat real food. You need to eat whole, unprocessed food as much as possible. Fuel your body, right? Don't fuel sickness and disease, chronic disease. Minimize or cut out completely fast food, soda, junk food, juice, any bullshit that's in a package and is hurting your health. If you can do that, you will be better off. And in the post that I made, go check it out. I think you guys will like it. Um, all I was saying was that... If we as a nation can get healthier, we have less chronic disease, we, uh, we exercise more, we're all going to be happier. And the other thing is we're giving ourselves at least a fighting chance against something else like this. Uh, we, we would be able to 
not dig our own graves by eating processed shit all the time. We're giving ourselves a fighting chance by becoming healthier, by incentivizing health. That's what we need to do. Right now, they are incentivizing sickness by telling you, get the vaccine, get a free donut. Every day. You could go back every day as long as you have your vaccine card. Don't do that. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about don't go get a donut every day. Don't do that. That is not good for you. That is not good for your family. You need to give yourself and your loved ones the biggest fighting chance to not get sick, to not be hospitalized, to not get severely ill from anything. And changing what you eat and reducing the amount of of processed sugar, added sugar, processed food that you take in is what's going to do that for you. So uh, we need to start incentivizing health. That's the end of that rant. Uh, The last one here. This is a good one. Number five, prioritize. We do not want to fall into the trap of busyness. Know the most important things you need done for the week or the day and make those priority number one. Then execute. That one's pretty simple. Don't get caught up in putting out fires all day long. I know that that is hard not to do, but if you can avoid that, if you can get the big thing done first, like we talked about in number one, you're going to be ready to roll. That's why I like that planner so much. I go in knowing it has a weekly review, a monthly review. I go in knowing each day what the big tasks I need to get done are, and I get those done. Uh, And then when other stuff comes up, that's when I deal with that. You don't need to sit and check the email. You don't need to sit and and check uh, social media. Um, You don't need to listen to your voicemails. You need to get the big projects done for you, the things that are going to move you forward in your career, in your business, in your life. Get those done first. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let's just recap really quick. This is, this is good. This is stuff that has changed my life. And I, I didn't come up with this on my own. I've learned this from, from other people, Tim Ferriss, uh, Brendan Burchard, Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, you name it, uh, plan out your day or your week in advance. That's number one. Number two, set a consistent bedtime. Number three, you need to get uncomfortable every day. Number four, eat real food. And number five, prioritize. Figure out what your big priorities are. Uh, Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked this episode, make sure you follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, Subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. The other thing is uh, we have a free resource for everyone. This is on the website, enlightenedathlete.com. Head over there and you can get the done-for-you PDF guide. It's the Enlightened Athlete Nutrition Protocol. And what that nutrition protocol is, is a PDF guide. Uh, It is a done-for-you guide teaching you how to make better food choices, how to use your hand to measure and control your portion sizes. That's a big one I see with people. Their portion sizes are always off. Um, Like I said, better food choices, how to adjust if you need to adjust, um, and basically what things to avoid. Just It's setting up your nutrition for you so you can live a healthier life. Get the body you want, feel the way you want, have less risk of chronic disease. So with that, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next Thursday.